Welcome to Today on Broadway for Wednesday, May 8th, 2019. I'm Broadway World's Matt Tamanini. And I am Broadway star's James Marino. James, I got nothing. How are you? Uh, I got something. I okay. got something named Jan Simpson. How much do we love Jan Simpson? You mean you mean Emmy winner Chanson. <laughs> exactly. So she talked with Robert Horn, the uh, book writer of uh, Tootsie on Broadway. And I listened to the interview, and there are quite a few nice nuggets in there. Nice, nice nuggets and, in there. And when is that going to be coming out? That will be coming out on Saturday morning, so go to bed early Friday night so you can get up early and listen to it on Saturday morning. Jan Simpson, our hat's off to you. Yeah, here's here's the problem, James. Yeah. Th- this might not have been the best episode of Today on Broadway for you to plug that, um, but oh well. Okay. Well, <laughs> uh, uh, you know uh, – Shut off today on Broadway right now and listen to it after you listen to Jan's <laughs> thing on Saturday. Yes, fair. So fair Saturday, yeah. Wednesday, this week on Broadway, then Monday. All right. So first up in the news, the Frozen National Tour announces its leading ladies. Yes, James. Uh, earlier this week, I theorized that we would be getting some touring cast announcements very soon, probably this week. And obviously, I was right. Ironically, though, this was not one of the tours that I anticipated, <laughs> so I was right, but purely thanks to dumb luck, which is all the kind of luck that I generally have. Um, either way, Disney Theatrical announced yesterday that a pair of Carolines would be playing the Central Sisters in the show. That's first, sweet. following the yeah, it makes it easy to remember who's playing who. Um, first, following in the tradition of Casey Levy on Broadway, another former Broadway alphabet will be playing Elsa. This time, it'll be Caroline Bowman. Bowman played the green girl in Wicked on Broadway, first as an understudy and a standby, then for nine months from uh, 2014 into 2015. She was also an original company member in Kinky Boots on Broadway and actually just closed the show as Nicola as well. This won't be Bowman. Bowman's first time leading a national tour either, as she played Ava Perone in the 2013-2014 national tour of Evita. Joining her in Arendelle as her younger sister will be relative newcomer to this level of, of theater, but who is someone who is um, a, a very active member of the Minnesota uh, theater community, often doing shows at the Ordway and the Guthrie. Um, but her name is Caroline Innerblicker. Uh, really the only national tour or New York experience she had was as a uh, member of the ensemble for the national tour of the Little House on the Prairie musical uh, a few years ago. Uh, the tour, uh, she's obviously going to be playing uh, Anna now, so that's a good step mm-hmm. up for her. Uh, the tour will begin performances in Schenectady, of course, on November 10th of this year before heading out for stops all across North America. Obviously, there is still plenty of time to announce the rest of the cast, James. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if we see these two popping up and doing performances for Disney at various events over the next few months uh, leading up to when they start rehearsals, I would imagine, in September, October. Uh, do you think they'll you know, do the promo as Tony and Riff for uh, Disney's West Side Story? I don't think there's going to be that type of an overlap, but okay. <laughs> very well possibly. <laughs> well, next up, Disney announces the release date for West Side Story film. 
Yes, we're going to stick with the Mouse House. Uh, amongst a slew of uh, release day announcement yesterday's from new yet untitled Marvel movies to, I think, a dozen and a half new Avatar movies that nobody actually wants uh, to more Star Wars, Indiana Jones and Pixar films. We found out that the Steven Spielberg directed remake of West Side Story is now on the calendar to be released on December 18th of next year, just five days before Disney's 101 Dalmatians prequel, Cruella, starring Broadway alum Emma Stone. James' shooting for this film began just a few weeks ago, and I don't believe that any of the ensemble has started uh, filming, or maybe they didn't even start filming, maybe it was just rehearsals, uh, but I don't think the ensemble has uh, started work yet, because I've seen uh, some of them on social media are still out on vacation, but uh, but a year and a half is a good timeline to get this movie out, so I'm excited, and uh, uh, it's normally a good sign when a studio schedules a film to be released around the holidays. One, because I think people are going to want to go see it around the holidays, but two, that means they're not going to bury it, and if they think it has some possibility for awards consideration, that's when they're going to have it released, so it's as fresh as possible in the minds for nominators and voters of the various awards uh, ceremonies and organizations. Interesting. Interesting insight into how uh, Hollywood does releases. I hadn't thought about that aspect of it. All right, what do we have in the recommendation section? All right, I have two articles from American Theater, americantheater.org, of course. Uh, the first is from Deep Tran, um, who has an article entitled Why the Tony Awards Should Recognize Off-Broadway. And Deep goes into a lot of reasons why she really doesn't care about the Tonys and really often doesn't care about Broadway. But her specific argument is, is that Broadway, and as evidenced by the Pulitzer Prize and other awards, um, is not only not the best theater in the in the country, it's not even sometimes the best theater in New York. Um, she also mentions that the differentiations between what is and isn't Broadway are really arbitrary. They're not necessarily just theater size, as there are a number of theaters in Manhattan and in the boroughs that are larger than the 500 seat threshold. Um, and then it's not location because you have uh, uh, Lincoln Center that is considered uh, a Broadway, even though it is uh, not in Midtown, that normal theater district area. But she said it's simply money and union contracts. So she thinks it's fairly arbitrary and thinks that Broadway or that, that the Tonys should look at things outside of just what we normally consider Broadway. I'm actually hoping to be able to get in touch with Deep to be able to talk about this um, on a future episode of some sort, because uh, I think this is really interesting. I'm Obviously, there's, there would be logistical issues with trying to make that happen. That's not as interesting to me, because I think people can figure out ways to do that. But I do think that the idea of expanding that and what it means, because Deep, one of the reasons she wanted to do this is because there's so much more diversity in the off-Broadway community than there is in the traditionally straight or not necessarily straight, but in the white male dominated Broadway. So I think that's really interesting and deserves um, some thinking. I don't know that it's going to happen. I don't know that the American theater wing is going to go for that, but I uh, would be interested in having that discussion. That's a deep thought. Oh, really? Well, that's you her handle to... on Twitter. Deep it thought. Is. It, it is. So <laughs> D I E P. Um, so yeah. Okay. So that's fine. Now, this is the one that might have some issues with you plugging uh, Jan's next episode. And ironically, I, well, uh, th this other article is from someone that I've worked with before named Christian Lewis. And it just occurred to me as we were talking, uh, might be a graduate student of Jan's at CUNY. Uh, Christian is 
getting a, a PhD uh, at at CUNY in theatrical criticism and, and some other things. So uh, Jane and Christian might know each other. But anyway, Christian wrote an article for American Theater articulating a lot of the transmisogynic issues that many in the queer and gender nonconforming communities have had with Tootsie. Uh, I'm not going to speak for anyone in those communities by any means, but Christian did have some fairly strong words in the article. So I wanted to share just a few of them. First, the article said, quote, Tootsie engages with gender only in superficial ways, either to score points for being, quote, feminist or more frequently simply to make another transphobic dick joke. To quote Michaels, the character in Tootsie's unrealistically woke roommate, Jeff, quote, there is so much wrong with this. Critics, Tony voters, audiences, we as a community deserve and should demand better from Broadway. Lewis also wrote, quote, lead actor Santino Fontana, who in a Playbill interview and a New York Times feature praised the musical's timely discussion of gender inequality and feminist messaging, echoes his character's claim that, quote, what Dorothy is doing is important, but both actor and character are tragically off base, bordering on clueless. Uh, Christian goes into a lot of the reasons uh, to back up these claims, so I'm not going to, uh, you know, try to add my own sense into there. But uh, definitely read the article Um, there. James, have been a lot of folks when I've brought these issues up before who expressed their extreme displeasure with me via social media. But I hope that those same people read Christian's piece to at least understand the perspective of someone much closer to the impacted communities than I could ever be. Well, I'm really uh, – I think it's great that you brought this up, and I think that it's uh, – it, it almost goes hand-in-hand hand with this interview that Jan did. So uh, I encourage everybody to listen to that interview as well. And Christian Lewis, uh, this article, I haven't read it yet, but it uh, it's educational for me, and it, this is a whole new exposure for me. And uh, I'm not sure where else I would get this unless people like Christian were were not to bring it up. So, you know, I, I all I can say is we should all read it and, you know, be continuing to learn about issues that w- we've had very little exposure to in, in the last totally. uh, parts of our lives. Mm-hmm. So uh, let me add something into the recommendation section. Um I am going to shill for uh, a podcast that's not one of ours called Conversations with Creative Women. Uh, uh, It's hosted by Sandy Klein, and Sandy interviewed Andrea Grody, who is uh, the music director, supervisor, vocal, and incidents arranger for Broadway's hit musical Tootsie. And this is a really, really great interview. Both Sandy is outrageously smart and andrea is hysterical funny talented this is a great listen everybody get over to uh conversations with creative women uh sandy klein's podcast and listen to that as well i i learned a lot from it and it's very interesting the the tootsie pr thing is is in full swing they're they're hitting us from all angles yeah some good some bad but yeah hey you know there's no (laughs) no pr is bad is that what they say Mm. They say that. I don't necessarily think that's true. But yeah, they say that. <laughs> All right. What do we have in other sh- other news? I, I was always going to say other shoes, but you know. No, you were going to say other other sh- something else. I, I know what you're like. No, Kristen uh, Chenoweth and shoes, you know. Yeah, nah, 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 okay. Uh, yes, but first up in the uh, fortuitous transition department, earlier this week, Kristen Chenoweth confirmed in an interview that the Tammy Faye Baker musical – 
while, uh, which she has been developing for what seems like a decade, is still in the works. But while Dream Girls composer Henry Krieger, who had worked with uh, Australian pro- playwright Anthony Crowley on a version that had a reading back in 2011, is no longer with the show, the musical is now being written by the Tootsie team of Robert Horn and David Yazbek. Oh, look at that. Uh, yeah, yeah, funny, <laughs> huh? Uh, still no timetable, and since Yazbek was also recently announced to be working for Disney on the Princess Bride musical, I'll believe this one when tickets go on sale, like the dozen other musicals that Cheno is uh, allegedly attached to. Um, next up, a new documentary called Bathtubs Over Broadway will begin streaming on Netflix on Thursday. The film, quote, peels back the curtain on the forgotten industrial musical. You know, um, when companies would commission musicals for like training or sales purposes and gets ridiculously talented people to do like a full scale earnest musical for like how to make a McDonald's hamburger or something generic like that, or how not to sexually harass your colleagues. Um, anyway, the feature or the doc features appearances by David Letterman, Cheetah Rivera, Martin Short, Florence Henderson, Susan Stroman, and more. Uh, seems like that would be a really fun watch. And finally, James, yesterday, Beautiful the Carol King musical posted a video on their social media with the caption, quote, ain't it good to know beautiful on Broadway's got a new friend? Meet her tomorrow ellipses so i think that is safe to assume that tomorrow or today uh wednesday we will learn who the new carol king on broadway will be yesterday coincidentally enough chelina kennedy returned to the broadway production after her regular stint in toronto whenever that's where she's from whenever the tour has a sit down uh stay of a month or so in toronto chelina swaps out and goes up there she is back uh on broadway as of tuesday however I believe that Chalina will be having a new gig announced soon that will take her away from playing Carol. Anyway, I I preface this with the fact that I have zero inside information, although I did try to get some. Um, But based on some Internet sleuthing done mostly by others, but that I confirmed, I think they might be bringing in a recording artist who topped the U.S. pop charts and went platinum in the early 2000s. Now, I don't think that she will necessarily cause ticket demand to surge, but There might be some folks out there who would walk a thousand miles if they could (laughs) just see her tonight. Anyway, Mm -hmm. I we will let you know if I was chasing the wrong piano down this proverbial highway or not on tomorrow's episode. If you would like more information on any or all of the stories in today's episode, please check out the show notes or broadwayradio.com. Miss Cleo, your rap is a little bit tight on the head tonight. I mean, it's, it's 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 a little it's a random prediction, mm-hmm. but a good way. Uh, here's a little trick. A good way to, to pick up some casting hints when you know something is coming is to check social media and who has recently followed or whom has recently followed whom in terms of shows and stars. You might be able to pick some things up from that. You're giving away all your string theory. That's all right. I'm, hey, the more the merrier. The more conspiracy theories out there, the more entertaining <laughs> my life is. All right, Matt, why don't you get us out of here? All right, thanks for listening to Today on Broadway. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Broadway Radio. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at BWW Matt. And my name is James Reno from BroadwayRadio.com and BroadwayStars.com. Hey, Robbie Rizell over in London, tell us about how Erica was doing. You know, I'm seeing uh, great photographs from uh, Robbie mm-hmm. all over the place. And uh, we're going to wrap up the Robert Horn show for today. But tomorrow, <laughs> Matt and I will be back 
uh, are we coming a little bit later on Thursday morning? I think it is. Yeah, Thursday yeah we're going to record on Thursday morning because you've got... I've got... What do you have? you got I've Gary? Got Gary. Gary yeah. Titus Adronicus uh, Wednesday evening. And Matt and I will talk to you then. 